can't get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. Well, hello, podcasters. Hello there. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Nick. Uh, well, did you go to upstairs Hollywood Medical College as well? <laughs> No, yours sounds not like Dr. Nick. I'm not good at, I'm not good at yeah. like, Simpsons voices. Are you good at any voices or accents? Yeah, if I listen to it for a while, then I can I can do like a passable impersonation. What about our hypnotist? She's She's got a great accent. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. You it's are fucked. hypnotized. You it's fucked. fucked. Yeah. Sounds like a Bond villain. Yeah, she's the best. She does. She's great. Uh, it's very funny. Yes. You're flying yes. and she's then there's it. turbulence. Maybe you will laugh because you will spill your wine. <laughs> She's in the city if you're looking for her. She's, She's very great. good. And she laughs. She's very good. And then you laugh with her when you hypnotize. You're like. <laughs> that was amazing, that. Never, Worked yeah. way better for you. Because my nah, I'm backbiting my nails. Oh, it's worn I, off. I had to go back and do a second session. I haven't. And so I'm yeah. backbiting a bit more, which is bad. We need to go back. So it doesn't stay in there forever. It just wears off like a temporary no, hair you, dye. You no, no. But once you. Course. Yeah, once you do the course. Uh, but anyway. I but the session I had with her, I stopped for weeks and weeks. That's amazing. Um, it's so. He's. <laughs> You're hypnotized. It's fucked. Case of the X good fun today. Oh, really? I hope they get back together. Dania's like just it's just liquid it's just, bum. Yeah, lick, lick. Tap ass. I'm constipated and he's got diarrhea. How's that fair? <laughs> what I would give for five minutes of hose. Should have kissed him this morning before he went Should've home sick. Done it. Yeah. Mm. Still time. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Love you guys. Yeah, singing voiceover man, that is exactly right. As the laws of life would have it, the rest of your life does indeed start today. Good morning at Cavalois. Hello, hello, my Ash London. Now, uh, we just. Grant Denya, he he's had some he's had some bad luck. Yeah. And he's had he came to work and, and he sort of like a cat, he sprayed on a few things and he had to go. <laughs> yeah, you know when someone's so sick that when you look at them you can you feel the symptoms coming on? Yeah. yeah. It was a bit like that. He's grey in the face, apparently had a stool sample taken yesterday according to Shezzy. To test, but I don't know. Hang on, I his wife to told that. you. His wife told you that Grant's had a stool sample taken. Yeah, because I texted her because you always get more info out of the lady in the relationship. Yep. Because if I ask Grant how you're going, he'll just say fine. But if I ask Shezzy, I'll get full the deets. dot point twenty four hours of what's happened, including the stool sample. Right. And what was the, and the stool sample? Because he's got he thinks they he got something perhaps on his travel back from Bali. Yeah, this might not have been because other people on the from that plane are sick. Because it's late onset. Yeah, other people they travel with have said we are also sick. And it's one of those things where, as he was about to eat the food, he thought something about this doesn't feel right. And if I've learnt one thing in all my travels, if your gut tells you as when you smell something that's going to make you sick. You got to not. You can't eat it. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great call. I go. mean, he he may have had fourteen thousand bintangs in Bali, so that <laughs> maybe we don't know if that was a contributing factor. Maybe it is just a really severe hangover, in which case I respect. I'm a two week bender. Grant's stories never add up. That's no. the thing too. Like, see what I mean? She's never add up. We need granny. one of those. We need those true crime podcasts for everything he says. Yeah, wait a second. <laughs>
Get well soon, Grant. Stay Poor close to Grant. a toilet, buddy. Plug it up, buddy. Plug it up. Do not. So if you're looking for him, sort of like a disgusting Hansel and Gretel, just file the, follow the trail up George Street. Yeah, there you go. Very classy. But if you would like to win yourself a year's subscription. Is it called a subscription? I wouldn't know. I never membership. had one. Membership. A gym membership. <laughs> no, a subscription to a gym. S- yeah, see, I don't know the words. It's not a magazine. Well, that's more my vibe, okay? But it's if worth- you... <laughs> thousand yeah. bucks basically at crunch fitness and the best part about this is you can take a friend with you to train what yeah that's what violet's trying to get me to do for her wedding shedding like i don't have to shed for your wedding <laughs> shed alone bitch. she should be trying to like you know do the opposite for the bridesmaids new category all right next category how many categories all right, this morning, up for grabs, your chance to head to the gym for free for an entire year and take a buddy thanks to Crunch Fitness, the original No Judgments gym with everything under one roof. It's pretty simple. Five seconds to name three things in a particular category and we welcome first time on air from Quakers Hill, Darren. Morning, Daz. Morning, guys. How you going? Yeah, good. How are you going this morning? Yeah, it's all right for a Tuesday. It's all right for a Tuesday. Uh, let me ask you this, Daz. Daz, have you got massive barley belly at the moment? I do. You do? <laughs> Winterbot. <laughs> oh, you got Winterbot. No, okay, we've got cross-purposes. All right, here we go. Five seconds to name three things. You have five seconds to name three sports with bats. Cricket, tennis, and racquetball. Oh. Now, Daz... You, know, you have a tennis bat, do you? Hang on. No, sadly, Baz, uh, Daz, two of those are rackets, not oh. bats. Oh, we're going to move on. Please try again tomorrow. Uh, who's up next? Vicky in Pentas. Good morning, Vic. No, Vicky. How you going, babes? Good morning, guys. Hey, How are Vic. we? How are you? Yeah, so good. chirpy for 6.11 on a Tuesday morning, baby girl. Uh, I'm always up really early, so You're best part of the day. Yeah, hey, that's the spirit. <laughs> Try to convince herself. You should come and, should come <laughs> yeah, and hang out with us every morning. That'd be fantastic. Well, that's what you're doing now, isn't it? Just on the phone, which I respect. Exactly. Okay, exactly. do you want to win your, your membership? Oh, I'd love to. Great. Please. Okay. Well, all you've got to do in five seconds, name me three activewear brands. Go. Lorna Jane, um, Adidas, and um, Nike. Oh, yep. she's yeah, done she's done it. Vicky! Congratulations. Now, when you're working up a sweat at the gym and getting hot and getting buns of steel, think of us, all right, Vicky? I will. Every second of the minute that I'm there. Good on you, darling. 12-month membership you. is yours, or as Ash likes to call it, a subscription? Subscription. <laughs> Look, I'm more of an so app Netflix. kind of girl myself. Netflix. It's yours. Actress, activist, musician. Everyone knows you from Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> That's actress Lucy Lawless. Here with us is Lucy Lawless. Well, there are a couple of people in life who really did play a huge part in all of our growing up, and they're kind of in our brains when we think about, you know, certain decades of life. And Xena Warrior Princess is certainly one of them. Of course, (laughs) the woman behind the character is Lucy Lawless, and she is in a brand new show called My Life is Murder, which premieres this Wednesday at 8.30 on 10, and the amazing Lucy is on the line now. G'day, Lucy. G'day, how are ya? Yeah, living our best <laughs> lives, what I, mate. What should I say with my very sexy Kiwi accent? G'day. G'day. Yeah, well done. It's now, gorgeous. Lucy, that was the first shock I had. When I found out that Xena uh, Warrior Princess Lucy Lawless in a long career was a New Zealander, 
that was a that was a that was a shocking moment for me. I couldn't believe you'd been so close for all this long, and I'd never seen you, Lucy Lawless. <laughs> I know. Well, can you imagine how New Zealanders are going to feel when they hear me speaking with an Australian accent? How did you learn to do an Australian accent? Because you've done American, you've done all the different accents. What did you watch to get an Australian mm. accent down? Uh, you know, I used to live in the outback. What? I got married actually in Kalgoorlie in what? 1987, I guess. Do you remember who uh-huh. too? That was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and he's beautiful, and and um, yes. <laughs> How does one end up getting married in Kalgoorlie of all places? Dumb New Zealand kids. We were travelling around Europe, ran out of money, and he said, "I know where we can go. The Goldfields. They've got lots of work that no Australian wants to do. All kids are doing this, you know, all this ass end work." Anyway, I learned to do an Australian accent because I got sick of the sheep jokes. Gotcha. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that'll get that, tiring. That'll do it. <laughs> That's a thing, yeah. <laughs> i got to ask, what's the craziest thing a Xena fan's ever asked you to do or got, you know, what's the craziest thing a Xena fan's ever done? Oh, uh, uh, signing their axe. It was some guy in a raincoat and with a beard and everything. It looked like he'd come right out of the forest. I had to sign his axe. And it was the most terrifying thing. You know that thing in the movies where they say somewhere out there there's a bullet with your name on it? I'm like, oh holy shit, gosh. there's an axe out there with my name literally on it. <laughs> wow. wow. That so f- that, does, that does sound scary. And now you're kind of on the other end of it with this with this new show that you're doing, My Life is Murder. Now, Give people, oh, like, yeah. a couple of lines about what's going on here. Oh, you know, sexy six-year-old woman is um, lured back into sleuthing and um, solving crimes and having a lot of fun with some gorgeous people in a beautiful Australian city. And um, and people are going to be seeing it around the world and seeing just one of your the many jewels in Australia's crown. And we know that there are dead bodies in this. We've seen in kind of some of the, the stills promos. and the promos, dead yeah. bodies. And our producer is desperate to know. Cause she's a bit weird. How do you get yeah. a dead? What do you? How do you get a dead body in a show? Is it like a cadaver? Is it a real human with makeup? Is it oh, plasticine? Look, we can't afford a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> Too expensive. <laughs> so it's just like the gaffer. The budget's not that big. Um, uh, no, they actually found, they, they, um, got a beautiful dead body. I don't know what movie it had been in previous. I, I can't imagine that we could truthfully afford to, um, produce our own, but, um, there was a magnificent, a couple of magnificent dead bodies, but it's not a gory show. It's kind of a lovely little escape into a world where there's a sense of justice and beauty and it's kind of, um, a little bit like, um, a little bit like real life, but a little bit better. Awesome. Wow. Well, well I look, will be watching. Yeah. All right. In My Life is Murder, Wednesday nights coming to Channel 10 at 8.30. Lucy Lawless, a pleasure. Huzzah. Thanks so much for having <laughs> <Huzzah>. me. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> darling. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, hospital staff are preparing for a statewide strike, demanding action to make their workplaces safe. You know, this, in hospitals, it covers everyone from cleaners, doctors, nurses, security guards, admin staff and we can mm. run through you know the dot points uh, or we could speak to a nurse straight away to find out what it's actually like on the ground working in these hospitals and we've got crystal on the line hey crystal good morning morning Dar. thank you so much for calling so give us a That's snapshot right. of, of is this is this a problem 
this is the problem. I work in, like, as agency and work in rural hospitals and city hospitals mm. and, you know, I get physically assaulted and verbally assaulted quite frequently. Like, just, just for an example, I got had to separate a patient and their partner and the partner was on ice, the female was on ice and she fully attacked me, hit me, hit me spat on me, punched me. Jesus, Crystal. You know, now, verbally assaulted me as well and it just happens in every... And that yeah. was in a small country hospital, that so one. Crystal, one example you, of it. Do you and some other nurses that you know, are you going to work a little bit scared for your safety? We are. A lot of the rural hospitals don't have 24-hour security like your major metropolitan right. hospitals. Right. I, look, I work in New South Wales in a small country hospital at the moment. We have no security. Wow. No so, security. So if someone comes no in security. drug affected. Hour, no, we have one that drives by. He does the town, drives oh, around God. the town and comes in and just does a you know, a welfare check on us. But mm. we don't have security like when we have a mental health patients or drug addict patients that come up. Is it you ice, know, and the Crystal? Just dump them off. Yeah. Oh, the poli- okay. So, is it mainly ice that's the problem, Crystal? Oh, uh, but sometimes it's because of the illness. They might have delirium, dementia, right. etc. And you're just left it's to deal age with them. Isn't a bracker either. Yeah, right. we do. And some rural hospitals only have two staff on. Wowzers! That's so so scary. So, what what do you want to see happen? What would help? Do you think? What would help would be increased staffing numbers and for the law to actually prosecute these people to the full extent for mm. assaulting mm. nurses, ambos, police, etc. Because they're getting a slap on the wrist and it's making a joke of it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for speaking be so sad, honestly. Yeah. Good on you. are an absolute hero. We need our nurses. You're doing a great God. job. Good on you, Dale. Yeah. Right. Now we've got uh, Jared Hayes, the uh, New South Wales Secretary of the Health Services Union. Now, Jared, I'm, I'm sure you've just heard Crystal's story and you would be hearing, well, you know, tens and hundreds of stories like Crystal's about people being attacked in their workplace. No, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, we're in this point of time now where the hospital setting is a microcosm of the community and the, the, the issues that happen in the hospital happen on the streets and unfortunately we're seeing patients, visitors, health workers, doctors, nurses all uh, being subject to violence in the workplace. Mm, so what, this, this strike that is, uh, you may put the motion forward today to make this strike happen. What are our health workers hoping for that will hopefully fix this problem? Like, what do you actually want to see change out of this? Uh, one, we want to see, be able to see that the, the health setting is resourced appropriately. The key to security and safety in a hospital is a, a proactive measure, not a reactive measure, not waiting until an issue arises that will intervene. We want to de-escalate matters prior to that. Mm-hmm. You can only do that if the hospital is appropriately resourced. We've got security people who are trained in mental health issues, who are trained in a whole range of aggression uh, minimisation issues. So we don't still have security people there who may be working in a football game or a pub. Gotcha. Animal, so yeah, so right. the security are actually ill-trained to even deal with it if the problem does arise, is what you're saying? We've got good people there. We don't have enough of them. And all our people are saying we want extra training. We want to be part of the clinical approach to health. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be responding to incidents because they got out of hand.
Yeah, That's nurses and, and health workers, I mean, they're, they're at the front line. They shouldn't have to be dealing with people off Absolutely. their face on drugs and people who, you know, sadly have mental health issues. Uh, Jared, thank, thanks for your time today. And look, just a big shout out to everyone who's out there working in our hospitals. You guys do yeah. just an incredible job. Just be careful today. Grant Denyer might be coming in and um, it is it is coming out of both ends pretty hard for us. So maybe stand back. Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, one we're about to play one of those very awkward games we play here on this show where we get two people who once were in a relationship but have since broken up together in a room and quiz them about their relationship in order to win some cash, which is awkward because when you break up with someone, Generally, you do everything you can to avoid situations yeah. um, where they where are there, they are there. It's like your ex boyfriend Rick. Exactly. Why they are there? How many yeah. times did he dump you? Twice. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, so Thanks what for we have that up. That's nah, good. no problem. Always here to help. So what we have today, or who we have today, uh, is we've got John and a Crystal. Hi guys. Hi. How are we? What's going on? They seem very friendly though. You the do seem friendly. friendly. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we have kept in contact. We've stayed friends. Okay, guys. Yeah. Well, you're bigger it people was, than I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's I been like six years. So. Yeah. Alright. I noticed that John did a lot of the talking there about what happened. So we'll get to the questions and see. <laughs> <laughs> so we pulled John aside. We we asked him a bunch of questions. We've recorded his answers. We're going to ask you the same questions, Crystal. For everyone you get right together, same answer, you get 100 bucks each. All right. Speed it up. <laughs> Question one. On average, how many times per week were you having sex? Oh, so uh, oh. <laughs> we're certainly very active. All right. Oh, boy. So just a little compliment. I'd yeah, probably I'd... say maybe eight. 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 That's a lot but of sex. Should we go to the okay, within the seven day period? I'm going to have to say for nine. Oh, oh, so close. Oh. Crystal, so close. you were you weren't there for one of them. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's why we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the next oh, one. Uh, Crystal, what was the most annoying noise that you would make? Did you have a no- annoying <laughs> noise that you would make? Oh. When I sleep, I yeah. sound like a newborn baby. I just saw a sleeping noise when you a noise when you sleep. Yeah. Okay, let's see what what John. Oh, her little hamster noises when she goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Hundred bucks each. Newborn baby <laughs> hamster. Oh, same just, same. Yum, 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 yum. Well, you're on the I board. You've got a hundred bucks. All right. That's cute. So uh, here we go. Next question, Lundu. What was the weirdest place you guys hooked up? Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, I think just the weird places in the car. Okay. Just How many places in a places. car are there? Oh, you mean you take the car like somewhere? Like take the yeah. car somewhere. All right, should we go to the tape? Uh, bus stop out at uh, Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really get it on at a bus stop in Penrith? Yeah, she's nodding. All right, so the question is, though, Crystal, is John a great, good, or bad drummer? Oh, great. great. Like, I, I think great is an understatement. Oh, like, guys, get back together. <laughs> you guys are, you are lovelier it's than so most fantastic. people I know in relationships. Oh. It's true, isn't it? It's true. All right, let's hear the answer. Oh, I'd have to say a good one. 
Yeah, he's, oh, he can't say yeah. something. He's, he's yeah. underestimating when, himself. When you're a musician, you're never the best. You're always learning something. That's Another hundred. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, but just for John. <laughs> Probably. Probably. All right. Your last question is, uh, John, we asked John, what bra or cup size is Crystal? <laughs> He just looked yeah, at her look, boobs. I saw yeah, him look, look at her uh, boobs. Oh, they're definitely lovely. I'll oh give you that. For the sensual tension yeah, right no. now. Should we leave? Hey, guys, guys, like... guys, get a bus stop. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed it, one just downstairs. Yeah, man. It would, it would be a D. D cup, yeah. Yes. Thank you guys. You got 400 bucks each. Good on you guys. Thank you guys. And if you've heard this and thought, you know what, I'd like to win some cash with my ex as well, why the hell not? Uh, Call us now, 131060. We'll do it again soon. Case of the ex. This is Today FM Breakfast. Hot in here. (laughs) Now, it's not often in life that a pop star makes me kind of rethink my whole reason for being in the future of my life. But Miley Cyrus uh, has caused a bit of controversy by publicly stating, I'll read out her quote, she said, we're getting handed a piece of SHIT planet and I refuse to hand that down to my child. Until I feel like my kid would live on an earth with fish in the water, I'm not bringing in another person to deal with that. So she's pretty much saying the planet is dying why would I bring in a child into the world who then has to suffer the consequences okay. of generations and generations right, of right, kind right. of abuse? And as you know, Eduardo, I'm at the point in my life where, you know, I've been married for a year, you You're know, thinking about, thinking about doing this. And I have to say, this is actually something that's been playing on my mind for the last couple of years, because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people in the world that kind of want to deny that anything is wrong with with the planet and that climate change is a lie, mm-hmm. but I am of the firm belief that the planet is absolutely suffering. And it really has got me thinking, and I would like your thoughts on this because you are a parent yourself, mm. about whether... Well, when you say, what are you thinking? So what are you? The, what are the, the factors in you having a child or not having a child? Mm. What are the things that... What are the things that... The checklist that you run through in your mind, what are they? Well, for me, it's like financially, are we ready to do it? Can I fit it in with my career? Am I emotionally ready? But then there is this whole other idea of, well, there are so many kids in the world already that are displaced. So would you think about adoption? Absolutely. Absolutely I would think about adoption. It's something I do think about so much. And I almost feel like, well, is it selfish of me to to have a child, not just because I feel like the planet is dying, but because there are so many in need. And I don't think a lot of people ask themselves this question, like, well, why am I having kids? Like, is what that something that you and Tiff- say? What does your husband say? When you, what's his reasoning for wanting or not wanting? Well, I think we're both pretty similar. Like, we kind of agree on this idea that we feel like there are so many kids in the world that don't have mums and dads right. and there is so much need. And I think So I think we both... But I still feel that kind of yearning, like, well, you're supposed to have a baby. You're supposed do you feel to... pressure? Because Miley's, Miley's on about pressure and being judged for having yeah. them or not having them. But do you feel pressure? Absolutely. It, you get it from everywhere and it's all loving. And okay. I do. I do want to have a little baby that just looks like me and Adrian because it's cute. But I don't know. Is that selfish? Like, did you and Tiff ever have the discussion, like, why do we want to have a kid? Or is it just like most people where you think, well, we love each other and 
it's something we innately feel well, in we us. We think we should have done it earlier. So we had that. We're lucky. We're very glad with what we have and we're very lucky and all those things. It's not easy to have a baby and we know that a lot of people mm, struggle. Absolutely. And so we're very lucky to have a, have a baby, but um, we we just, we, we love it and, it's a, you know, we love each other more and we love mm. the baby. But do you worry day, about the future for Arnie, like in 30, 40, like going through some of these oh, statistics? I don't worry about that. I'll be honest. Really? I don't worry about it. No, I don't think about it. I like, never think about it and I don't worry about it. No, like, I just don't. Food scarcity, like they're saying that like changes because there's yeah. not enough rain in the world. It's yeah, more yeah. difficult for farmers. There'll be yep. no food. Yep. World Vision I, is saying people's ability to feed themselves in the next couple of decades is going to yep. go down. In yeah. 16 years, if we, if we continue what we're doing now as far as ignoring climate change, mm. in 16 years, it's done. We can't fix it anymore. Like, I, I had never thought of that. And when this Miley Cyrus thing came up, so well, give me the results first. When we put well, it this, out there, what was it? This really shocked me because I thought that most people would be like, nah, stuff it. I would never think about climate change when thinking about having a kid. But 40% of our listeners said the, the dire state of the environment would stop me from having a child. 40%. That my, is huge. That's a, that's a big amount. And with Miley Cyrus, though, my question is this. So she's married to Liam Hemsworth, right? Mm-hmm. Did they discuss it? He's one of the hottest guys in the world. If she doesn't want to do it, do you reckon he might be able to find someone else to have a baby with him? <laughs> he loves the earth too. Not tonight, not tonight, Liam. The polar ice caps are melting. Do you reckon Shut Liam up. might be able to find it somewhere else? <laughs> He's Michael. I reckon they might. I reckon he might. It's been a big show and we're about to go. So give us a ring. One last thing. You can give us a call and chat about absolutely anything. And Rebecca from Balmain is up first. Good morning, Beck. Hello. How are you going? Good Beck. What do you want to talk about? Oh, look, just hearing about the Miley Cyrus and oh, yeah. uh, not wanting to have kids because uh, of the environment. Look, been thinking very similar the last couple of years as well. Mm. Not very responsible, but I don't think it's something we should feel selfish about there, Ash. You know? Yeah. So you think you can. Be aware of climate change and try and kind of be better, but that, it shouldn't stop you from having kids. Well, I mean, it shouldn't, but at the same point, there's plenty of other kids out there who need families and you yeah. can help them teach the way of the world, I suppose, and, and be better that way. Yeah, mm. all got to be better. You. Good on Good you, on you Beck. Love Beck. Uh, here's Emma from Penrith. Emma, one last thing. What's up? Hi, Ed. How Hello, are Emma. you? Coolies. How so are you? I'm good. I heard that you went to Ibiza over the um, break. <laughs> I did. Mm. So what did you exactly do for fun? Yeah, Look, Ed, what I, did you get up to in Ibiza? You know, besides Vegas, that's the next best, you know, party yeah. capital of the that's world. And well, I, yes, and what? And I am, go you on, are, say it. Well, say you it. are just definitely not the party boy. No, you can say, <laughs> you can say I'm nerd. You, you can say I'm boring, Emma. I'll accept that. Look, I don't well, drink, I don't look. take drugs, I don't like nightclubs, I don't like beaches, and I don't like loud music. I know, so, I was at Westy Wednesday and you rolled on in with your bottle of water. I, well, <laughs> I did say at one point, we were at a nightclub and they said the head Headliner Steve Aoki was coming on at 5:30 a.m. He yeah. started at 5:30 a.m. and I remember at one point I turned to one of my friends and we were in one of the nightclubs in Ibiza and I said, "It, geez, the music's loud." And he's like, "Mate, go home. You've that's enough out of you." So look, I had a good time. I did. I had a. Look, I had. I had a good time. Thank you. You have one a- thing up on me because I've been and I don't actually even remember my trip there. <laughs> well, that's right. probably you've probably done it right, Emma. Congratulations. Thank you, Emma. She's a legend. Danny in Alexandria, finish us off. Darling, what's up? Uh, Look, I'm just wondering how you guys feel about activewear in the office because I left my um, gym bag with my work clothes at home. I'm good with it. I'm very good with it. I'm sitting in the car park, 
telling, <laughs> telling myself to go in and you can do it. Own it. And what yeah. you do when people say anything, you just look at your wrist and pretend you've got a Fitbit on and say yeah. you're counting steps and you're doing it. If you do one push-up like every three hours, people will be like, man, Danny's really on it. No, no, I respect that type of thing. Yeah, it's a power play, Danny. It's a power play. Yeah. You reckon that's not ridiculous? No, 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 no. no. That, that's, it's ridiculous what Grant comes to work in. Grant comes to work dressed as an eight-year-old boy. He's got... Hey, Grant's not here to defend himself. Oversized sneakers, big jumpers. So you can make jumpers. fun of Grant when he's stopped... Pulling his pants. Oh, that's nice. Can't get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed, and Ash. Download the Today FM app and get the catch up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.7.